In the last few weeks, DC Comics has made a sudden splash with their content they've been adding. First with the show Peacemaker, then with the hit movie The Batman. Starting off with The Batman, Cam, what did you think of it so far? Uh, I mean, it's, it was such a good movie. It's hard to put into words how good of a movie it was between the acting, the storytelling, the cinematography, everything to combine just made it such a great film. And even like even with how long it was, it still the whole time you felt like you were just in the movie, and it felt really awesome. Yeah. So the way that movie was written by Matt Matt Reeves, who did the Planet of the Apes films and a few other movies, but mainly this was his first big blockbuster that he could really work with for superhero movies. And I thought he knocked it out of the park. It's a movie where he had a tone. He wanted this dark, grim Gotham. This tone that we haven't seen too much. I mean, The Dark Knight was a little bit of it, but it was nothing compared to this dark, gritty version of Gotham City that he was able to build. And I couldn't believe how perfect and how comic accurate it was to see how this Batman acted. Because it, it, it just worked in my head. And I really enjoyed how that, how it looked. We can go dive more into it, but overall, off the top of it, I love that movie, and I thought the way his vision, he put it to screen, was awesome. Yeah, I liked everything I was dark, but it also, the movie, it understood the character. It didn't go so far where Batman just out there killing everyone. It still understood his morals and how he doesn't want to kill people, and really just understood the character, and like, they used the detective piece in his mind as like a big factor, as the whole movie, Robert Pattinson's Batman, he was solving crimes that the Riddler was giving him and all that stuff. Yeah, you could see how... The thing that put that into my head the most was when they were going into... He was next to uh, Commissioner Gordon. And, com and they're walking in... I forgot what building they're walking into. And then he pulls out his gun, and the Batman goes, no guns. He goes, all right, that's your decision, buddy. Like, whatever. But, like, that's Batman's character. There are things in movies that you cannot get wrong. Batman cannot have a gun. Batman does not kill. Batman just brings people to justice and that's what he did in this movie he did a good job of it he didn't originally didn't bring them to justice he brought them the vengeance but you move on it starts becoming injustice and i thought it was a really good character arc they developed for that character and a lot of that was because of the villain of riddler where riddler's thing was vengeance and riddler thought he was working with batman the whole time and that's what batman realizes throughout the movie is that his thing is vengeance he kills people he brings the corruption in gotham to the spotlight by murder and mass uh, killings he's done and Batman realizes that especially during the in interrogation scene in Arkham which I thought was really well done with Paul Dano's Riddler he's like singing to him and it's like a really kind of eerie scene when he's revealing his plan and yeah at that moment you could tell he realized that there's the fine line between vengeance of killing and what he has to do what, what Batman is and you could see that Batman character, what they've taken from the comics is really accurate. It, they've taken little bits of parts of it. I feel like the most accurate depiction of this Batman actually is not in any of the movies. If you can compare this Batman to anyone else, I compare it to the Arkham games. It's very much that dark, gritty feeling. Gotham kind of feels similar. It just, the way they were able to work that character in from all aspects of it. Because there was a little bit of Bale, there was a little bit of Keaton, there was a little bit of the animated stuff. But putting that all together and make this Batman of Robert Pattinson that is clearly broken. There's a lot of things in his head that are going on besides the bad stuff. You know, he doesn't like, doesn't he's awkward. He doesn't really have any social skills. He's kind of, just, in scenes, he's just staring out in the space. Like, 
analyzing everything. You can tell that he's a broken man. I feel like Robert Pattinson as an actor did a great job of projecting that. And the big thing about Batman, too, is he is Batman, and Bruce Wayne is like his mask kind of thing, where deep down he's Batman. And throughout this movie, like it kind of sets up where he's going to start to learn how to become Bruce Wayne, like be the playboy Bruce Wayne that like is in other depictions of him. And it's just kind of a really good like mix of how... It shows the two different sides, the two different Bruce Wayne, like how he starts, he's all, well, he just wants to be only Batman, he wants violence, but then it kind of goes back to that vengeance thing where he learns how to deal with that, and that's hopefully where he's going to start to become more of the Bruce Wayne we've seen before. You can see how Bruce Wayne, they wrote him as a character. You could see that it's a Bruce Wayne that isn't really ready for this billionaire pro- playboy persona, as you said. Like, you watch... For example, I watched the Dark Knight trilogy right before I watched the Batman right up to it. So I feel like I have a good idea of how this Batman character has been written in the past. In the Dark Knight, especially, the character is written really well. In Batman Begins, pretty much it's a movie about Bruce Wayne, not too much about Batman. And what they talk about in Batman Begins is how Bruce Wayne kind of has his persona. I like the different take in the Batman of Batman's already Batman, but Bruce Wayne isn't Bruce Wayne. It's very different. Usually it's Bruce Wayne is Bruce Wayne and he learns to be the Batman. This time he already is Batman. He's learning how to be Bruce Wayne, which I think is a genius take on the character. Yeah, I really like how it's more Batman that's rooted into him. and He has to, like you were saying, discover how to become Bruce Wayne. I think hopefully if there's more like a sequel or a trilogy for this uh, Matt Reeves Batman, that we'll get to see him become, learn how to become Bruce Wayne. He'll be more like the other Bruce Wayne's like you were saying. Yeah, spoilers for the end of the movie here. So if you stay in there and there's a code, a lot of people are th- or they're thinking that that code, they're revealing things by the day. So there's a new letter gets revealed. People are decoding and say, this Friday, they're going to announce the Batman 2. So they, there's already a few spinoffs in the works, but I assume that they're going to announce the Batman 2. Robert Pattinson's been openly talking about it. Matt Reeves says that he wants this to be a thing that's outside of one movie, which is great. I mean, this is just, DC needs a movie like this. But what you can see what DC's been doing. They've been kind of looking for that home run, and they've been struggling and struggling and struggling, and then they hit two. So it's, we can go, go back to Batman if you want, but let's switch gears a little bit. On the Peacemaker. Peacemaker is a show that nobody really expected to be as good as it was. I mean, it's a show about a character that was really not that likable in the Suicide Squad, and they were able to make him into something. Yeah, actually, I love the Suicide Squad movie by James Gunn, and after I heard them making a Peacemaker show, I'm like, why? I, there's so many other characters I would prefer to see. And then, so I decided to give it a shot. And like you said, it was awesome. Like, it, James Gunn did a really good job of developing his character. And I thought John Cena was fantastic. And then before Suicide Squad and that, the TV show, I really never thought of John Cena as like a good or great actor. I didn't think of him as an actor. I think he was in, I think I remember him being in Daddy's Home. He was a character yeah. in Daddy's Home, which is a bad comedy movie. I remember as Fred's uncle. Or dad, not in those movies. <laughs> yes. It's like, you look at it, he kind of was plays characters joke, because he's like a WWE wrestler, probably the second most famous one of all time, or third, I guess, Hulk Hogan, too. But Hulk Hogan, The Rock, and him are like the guys that have become famous, and they've all kind of moved on to become huge actors. So whatever WWE's doing with their actors is something. Yeah, but like you're saying, John Cena's just such a perfect role for that peacemaker, and Peacemaker 2 is like not like a big character, and James Gunn found a way to make him such a good character that people now really like and they love the show. And I just thought, like, I really hope they do more stuff like that on HBO Max. And 
we're getting a season two of Peacemaker, but it was really well put together in the, of the eight episodes. I wonder if they had the idea of Peacemaker season two, because if you've heard the story about how they wrote this show, James Gunn wrote it when he was bored in quarantine, because he just finished up the Suicide Squad filming, and then he was like, okay, like I'm going to think of, a, like, what if I just wrote a show for this character? And then HBO Max was like, they took it to HBO Max, not really expecting anything, and they were like, yeah, we'll actually do this, because... First of all, they needed kind of that original content, as all streaming services do, and they actually liked the script, and it turned out to be a really fun script, and it just it reminded me a lot of Guardians of the Galaxy if the Disney bubble wasn't overhead. If you pop that Disney bubble and say, okay, James, do whatever you want, because there's some things in the show that are absolutely awful that happens. There's some awful things that happen, but the way they are able to let him do that, and it also sends a great message at the end of it, it really looks good as a show, and it's a great eight episode series yeah and, and they had such they added some characters and they used some characters in the suicide squad but like i'm talking about the vigilante because he might have been one of my favorite characters with um uh, freddie stroma i was setting on the name but and that thing about that was he didn't even like know when they started filming he was going to be vigilante because they like recasted vigilante right as like the show had already started they'd already filmed a few scenes and he just chemistry with the other actors was so good and they really just did a really nice job of the show, and like I like that they, he's bringing more niche characters into the DC universe, and it's working so well. And this kind of stuff is what really is saving DC right now. So I just love having all these kind of minor characters that people don't know about, and now they're becoming more popular. You're, we're looking at a world where DC's most famous property is the Suicide Squad right now. I mean, that could change in a few minutes with, well, the Batman's different because that's in a different universe. I think it's a, they're calling it the Earth 2 universe, so that's going to be for Batman. And then they have Earth 1, which is all the DC stuff we've already seen, which could change in the Flash. We won't talk about that right now, but there's a lot of stuff upcoming for DC that's going to be really interesting. But what we've gotten the last two months has been really good when Marvel hasn't done anything in the last month and a half. Yeah, I mean, they had Spider-Man No Way Home, but they've been silent now leading up until we got Morbius coming, and then Doctor Strange. But I really liked what uh, DC has been filling in with, and it's really kept me entertained. Yeah, it, it, there was kind of the window I was looking at it. Where I, was, I think I was with my dad, and we were like, okay, like, what shows are we going to watch from Boba Fett into Moon Knight, which comes out next month? Or maybe this month. I don't remember what day Moon Knight comes out. I think maybe end of March. End of March, so it is this month. So... We were like, what are we going to watch? And these two DC shows and the Batman come out. And we're like, oh my gosh, like this is such a good, it's such a good show. I can't overstate enough how DC's kind of, they found their, their niche. They found what they like. They found these characters that they can really build upon. And I hope we get more of this and less of the Ben Affleck Batman and less of all that stuff. I think we want more of this as a fan. I, I couldn't agree more. I think they've just done such a good job in the past few months, weeks, and they really brings some great content. I hope they do expand upon that um, Batman universe that we're talking about and keep expanding upon maybe even the Suicide Squad characters. Like, There's some other characters in that show or the movie I feel like could King, get a show. King or, Shark. King Shark. Give yes, me a King Shark King Shark. shark. <laughs> that, that's, that's how we'll end it. We want King Shark. Give us a nom. Call it like Nom Nom the show. Uh, yeah, I want more King Shark. All right. That's going to do it. Thank you guys so much for listening.